Good evening, Mr. Apolloni. I'm the sergeant. This is Officer Tony. I read your statement and I have a few questions. Look, I already told you guys everything. Yeah, well, it's not adding up. I know. I want the truth. Fine. Buddy, I got a dead body on my hands and I need answers. You won't believe it if I told you. Try me. I will. You wouldn't believe some of the things I've believed. Okay. Okay, then. I was out of the Little League Diamond at Hyde Park. I was alone, tossing the ball up in the air to practice my catches, you know? I threw myself a high popper, wide to my right so I could try a diver, and I ended up right by the third base, with a face full of dirt. As I looked up, I saw a big hairy foot, standing on third base. The dust cloud settled, and there it was, a chimpanzee, staring right down at me. He was wearing some sort of loincloth, smiling. And then he used sign language to communicate to me. Gonna kill your wife, he said. I closed my eyes, rubbed the dirt from them, and when I reopened them, he was gone. He was gone. No chimp. No chimp. I assumed I just imagined it. Maybe I had knocked myself loopy from landing so hard. Did you make the catch? No. But I don't think I did imagine it because when I got home, I found my wife all over the house, torn apart, savagely. Limbs in every room, heart ripped out, head was smushed. I called 911 but I lost her on the way to the hospital. And I know that chimp had something to do with this. I know how crazy this all sounds. And you expect me to believe that shit? No. Well, I do. Why? I know you're telling the truth. I'm just messing with you. What? Officer Tony, can you leave me and the suspect alone for a little while? Okay, Sarge. Oh, and tell him out front to hold my calls. I'll be slinking through a secret corridor that leads to an old subterranean lair. Okay, bye. Mr. Apolloni, follow me, please. The sergeant then peeled back a large square of rug under the interrogation table and lifted a trap door. He led me down a dark stone staircase that led deep underground. He lit candles on the wall as he went, incrementally exposing every crack in this ancient crumbling catacomb. We descended until we reached a hallway where salty crystal icicles hung from a head-high ceiling. Up ahead there seemed to be a fire already burning. When he led me to the final room, I discovered the firelight was coming from a birthday cake. On it were dozens of burning candles that illuminated a beehive-shaped monolith behind it, lined with human skulls. What is this place? Yeah, it was the chimp, all right. I've been trying to stop that damn thing for years, to no avail. These here are the skulls of its victims. I collect them down here in hopes that they find peace. I will add your wife's skull here next. Cool. I know you will find this hard to believe. Try me. That's not just a chimp that you saw, but the ghost of a chimp. What? A chimp named Mark Twain.
What? You see, many years ago, that chimp was being kept as a pet. For its 10th birthday, its keepers threw a huge birthday party for it at the Diamond at Hyde Park. What? Everything was going fine. There were balloons. But when they thrust the birthday cake in Mark Twain's face so he could blow out the candles, the little flickering flames startled the chimp and it went berserk. It smashed the cake to the ground, but that wasn't the worst of it. It also maimed and murdered. Thirty people were at that party. None were left unscathed. If they weren't killed, they at least had some part of them were ripped off. The SPCA arrived at the scene and shot that chimp, and as he lay dying, he signed the words, I'm gonna come back as a ghost and kill people. Worst birthday ever. Every year I come down here and put another candle on this cake. There's no way to catch this monkey, so I do what I can to try to appease his enraging spirit. So far, nothing has helped. Hey, how do you know so much about this Mark Twain? The answer to that is the zipper. The zipper? See this zipper around my wrist? Go ahead, unzip it. The sergeant had pulled up his sleeve to show me a zipper that circled his wrist. And as I unzipped it, hair sprouted from underneath as I went until the most uncanny revelation. What? You have a chimp hand under this fake human hand. I know so much about Mark Twain because I was there at that party. Some say I was even his owner. If you weren't lucky enough to die at that party, you lost a limb or a nose or private. And in its place miraculously grew the body part of a chimpanzee. I've tried cutting it off and it just grows right back. A permanent reminder of our failings in trying to tame the wild and nature and now our humanity is forever held in captivity to that moment. But I'll never quit trying to stop him. I feel too responsible. The sergeant then took out his human eye and wiped a tear from the chimp eyeball behind it. It was sad. Well, sergeant, I said, I'm ready to join you in this fight to avenge the death of my Janine. I held out my hand, and the sergeant shook it with his big, hairy paw. Go ahead. You're free to go. And don't tell anyone about this. So I left that ghastly cellar of death. But before I did, I turned around. Hey, Sarge. It's gonna be okay. We have each other. I may have lost a wife that night, but I gained a friend. <laughs>